0: Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox.
1: Welcome everybody to the Success Insight Podcast. For my co-host, this is Howard Fox, and I want to welcome you on this beautiful first week after the July 4th weekend. And I'm very excited to introduce you to a young lady that I met Actually, via one of my close friends and fellow coaches here in the Chicago area, we were talking about what it takes to run a business, and for us solo entrepreneurs out there, it sometimes can be a little bit of a challenge because there's only so many hours in the day, and there's only so many limbs we have that we can type and answer the phone, and And we started to talk a little bit about the world of the virtual assistant, and uh, my good friend Amanda, was she was chatting about she and her husband who uh, run a, their entrepreneurial practice and you know, financial services, were talking to me about their move to uh, Ohio and how they will most likely be in the need of a virtual assistant out there. And Amanda said, you know, you really got to talk to this woman. She is really does some amazing things. And so... Hey, who am I to bypass <laughs> a great opportunity to have a conversation? So I would love to introduce to you, to Victoria Murray. She's the owner of Inbox Virtual Assistance. Victoria, welcome to the Success Insight Podcast.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: So uh, Amanda just had glowing things to say about you, and yeah, I think you probably know each other somewhat virtually at this point you're probably not really doing any work just yet but you know the the virtual assistant world is it's not unfamiliar to me but I know there's a lot to it so I would love to hear uh, a little bit about your story tell our audience what it what you're doing
0: um, thank you thank you first of all thank you for inviting me to come on I didn't meet Amanda virtually it was love at first soundbite she called me we (laughs) chatted and now I feel like we've known each other forever Um, I am a virtual assistant I call myself act two I'm in the second act of my life I worked in the health insurance industry for over 20 years and the opportunity came for me to separate from the company and when the door opened I grabbed my box and I ran and I have not looked back I knew that I was too too young to totally retire, and I needed to do something because, well, I have bad habits. I like to shop. I like to travel, and I like also to make money, so I had to think of what can I do because I do not want to go back to corporate America. I had been released. I was free. I was not going <laughs> back to a cube farm. I just couldn't do it.
1: What did um, you do at the, in the cube farm? Just a little bit of a tangent there. What were you doing?
0: I, was, I helped with the health insurance part of the company, okay. so we sold benefits to um, small businesses around the central Ohio area, so I would go out, I would do enrollment meetings, I would explain the benefits to the co-workers, if the co-workers had a problem with a claim, I was the first call for help, if their HR sure. could not help them. And nobody ever calls their insurance agent and says, hi, how you doing? So they
1: call you when they need something.
0: <laughs> they call you when they need something, and it's normally bad.
1: Yeah. So you were working with the small business owners, and then, okay, so you've got the the opportunity. You, you packed your box. You said goodbye, and you said, you know, what what did you do next?
0: I um, Honestly, I turned to God in prayer. I was like, Lord, I don't want to go back to corporate America. I need you to show me what to do.
1: Okay. And
0: I heard him say as clear as I'm talking to you, use your hands. Okay. And I'm one to put words in God's mouth. So I was like, Lord, if this is truly you and not me, I need more signs. And they came, they came a, that next Sunday, my pastor preached a sermon that he pretty much said, everybody else can go home. This is between me and Vicky. And everything just fell right in place therefore I got the name I put up a LinkedIn page I got my first client within a week and I've done a role ever since well how
1: who am I to question God's will uh, and but I'm curious how did this inkling about the the virtual assistant world or this this turn to that space how did is that something that had been maybe on your mind? You had contemplated it? You came across people? How did, how exactly did that happen?
0: I knew I wanted to use the skills I had, and I knew I had strong admin skills. Okay. And so if you go to Google and you Google anything, you're going to find an answer.
1: Right.
0: And I ran across a couple of VA websites, and I'm like, hmm, I can do this. Okay. So you got this
1: this uh, inkling, this this uh,
0: <laughs> divine revelation, divine
1: revelation, and you went out there and you you put up a shingle. How did you? What what types of services are were you offering and marketing yourself to be able to do for the business owner?
0: When I first started, I was going for low hanging fruit.
1: Okay, what are those? Yes.
0: Anybody that needed anything done. Okay. I would go to networking events, I would speak to other small business owners, I would listen. And if I would hear a pain point, I would find the solution. You know you can do this. You know I can do this. You know together we can do this. And I was able to solve the small pain points. And from there, I discovered different things I enjoyed doing, certain things I didn't enjoy quite so much. So I just started going after the things that I enjoyed and did well. Because if you enjoy it, it's not really work. So.
1: I firmly believe that and, you know, we were, in fact, we were just talking about that this morning. People used to be in careers 30, 40 years. They were miserable, but they knew at the end of that career, there was a pension or some something that would keep them going and it okay. doesn't work that way anymore. So mm-hmm. whatever we do in the moment, we should be enjoying it. So what were the pieces, the components of this future self and uh, that you really enjoyed, work doing, the work you were, enjoyed doing?
0: The part that I enjoy now?
1: Yeah, well, you said earlier that you had you know, very quickly found, here's things I like to do, here's things I don't like to do, and I want to focus on the things I like to do. And fair enough. I think that's great.
0: What were some of those things? Anything that I can do without having a lot of contact. Example, I have some clients, and all they basically do is they send me their receipts. As they're out and about living life and they have a work expense, they send me the receipt. At the end of the year, or once a month, once a quarter, at the end of the year, I send them a spreadsheet. So you're they just reconcile. Just reconcile. I don't even reconcile. All I do is document. Document, okay. And... and- what else in addition to that? Oh, I have a few clients that I do ghostwriting for because I do enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. So they will give me some topics, some pointers they want me to hit. I'll go do the research, and I'll ghostwrite their blogs for them. Okay. So that I do I social media marketing. I enjoy creating memes, getting that social media interaction going. I enjoy keeping, like, the LinkedIn going. Um, I also have some clients I do cold contacts or I'll do research I have one client who's a speaker, and she's looking for a certain type of an, um, opportunity to speak. So I go online. I try to find her target market. I find out where they hang out, and then I get her in front of them. That's
1: very interesting. Actually, two things are interesting. That, of helping your clients get in front of their what I call ideal clients, but you also mentioned about the, the writing, like enjoying writing. I was just finishing up a book uh, uh, this past weekend on copywriting, and I think as entrepreneurs, one of the things we struggle with is the quality of our writing. Some of us are very good writers. Maybe we wrote a novel or a book or a dissertation, a thesis, but when it comes to marketing or writing copy to sell a product or a service, that's a whole different different ballgame. So how did you – do you, did you get any training there, or, or is this just a gift of helping people with the, the copywriting on the, this marketing activity? Because that's important in the entrepreneurial space.
0: It is a gift that I honed with training. I've always enjoyed writing. Before, we had blogs. I loved journaling. And so I found a few online courses that would help me tighten up my gift, per se, so that I would be able to use it to help entrepreneurs, help them find the, the persona of their target market, so that when I'm writing, I'm writing to that persona, which will help them attract the people they're trying to attract.
1: Now, if a, a business owner, entrepreneur wanted to take one of these courses, is there anybody's body of work that most resonated for you that you would recommend in addition to hiring you by the
0: way? <laughs> I was like, no, hire me and I'll do it for you. There um, a virtual assistant that I met in Tel Aviv virtually. She sent me to a, a platform called Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Oh
1: sure. Yes. Udemy.
0: And I just go and I read the reviews. And if someone has a lot of high reviews, then I'll sign up and take that course.
1: You know that's actually wonderful. I've uh, you know me I mean their courses, they're running sales all the time. It's ten, twenty dollars a course. I mean they're listed at forty nine dollars, fifty nine, cetera. But mm-hmm. so you you actually got some good good uh, oh, yes. uh, material out of that. Yes. Excellent. Okay, we'll have to check that out because I'm in the need for some copywriting right now for my <laughs> for my own work. So uh, so we'll have to talk about that as well. Okay. Um, so doing the writing and then uh, helping them do some of the, the, the calling, the, the, the getting, getting them and the client in front of their ideal client, what are some of the techniques you use that you have honed while doing that?
0: Um, I am a fan of Google. I don't know how I lived all these years without Google. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how we made it without the Internet. I like to use Google Alerts. And I will put little buzzwords out, like one of my clients likes to get in front of mothers. Well, most mothers I know go to beauty shops. So I go the beauty shop route. I go the hair and nail salon route. Anytime I can get in front of a salon owner, I know that I can get my client in front of a lot of women. So I just, the internet, the the Google alerts are my friend. That's excellent. Can you share a couple
1: examples? Uh, I mean, keep the the um, anonymity in place, but can you share a couple examples of how this work kind of helped your your client and whatever their whether it was to you know to you know sign them up as their client or to get them in front of an audience? Any absolutely examples?
0: Yeah, I can absolutely I can. There is an organization in Ohio that is has. Um, Chapters all over the United States, and it's an organization of professional businesswomen, and professional businesswomen are also mothers who have children. They have a national conference every year in Florida. So I kind of stalked their page. The first time I saw the call for speakers posted, I got on the phone. I called my client. They have a call for speakers. I've looked back over their previous speakers. They've never had anyone do what you do. We, her speaker sheet was already prepared. We got everything together. We put, came at it at an angle that would benefit them. This is how we can benefit your organization. We can bring your members something that they've never heard before that's going to enhance their lives. This organization bought it. She was booked. They paid her room. They paid her hotel. So she was um, her transportation. She was in. That's fantastic. An angle that they had never reached, heard of before.
1: Okay, fantastic. What are so? Any other another story you'd like to share?
0: I also like to connect my clients to get their name out. So I do listen to podcasts. If I hear a podcast that's kind of like sounds familiar or sound like their audience would be someone that one of my clients would like to attract, then I will put those two together. And I've had a couple of clients that have been able to do um, radio interviews and podcast interviews just to get their name out in new markets.
1: Excellent. Is there a... You know, you early on in our conversation, you talked about some of the things you like to do—the memes, and uh, I call those social quotes uh, <laughs> on Success Inside Podcast. Are do you have? You know, what does your ideal client look like? I mean, do they look like me—a fifty-something male, or they look? Are they millennials, females? What do they look like? Typically? Human. Human. That's good. Human. They breathe.
0: I prefer prefer humans. Okay. I really don't target a certain age group or a certain gender. I I like speakers, authors, and coaches.
1: Speakers, authors, and coaches.
0: Although I will serve anyone who has a need, I like to say um, you should do what only you can do and outsource the rest. So if that means your bookkeeping, if that means your cold calling, if that means getting your promotional material together, if that means ordering your merchandise, your promotional merchandise, and getting it to the event before you arrive, you should have someone else do that, and you need to focus on what only you can do. Excellent.
1: You know, I noticed right above behind you there's, there's a calendar, calendar there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, so I'm curious, besides the calendar, which – everybody should uh, have an effective method or process for using that calendar. But what are the tools that you, besides Google, that you most use to help you succeed in in serving your clients? Is there anything in particular? Well,
0: my calendar serves as my visual. So when I walk into my office every day, I can see, I write in bold letters three things I have to get done that day. No, no reason why these three things are not going to get done. My go-to tool for success—I would have—I have two that I live with. I don't know how I live without them. One is Trello. Yes. Because Trello allows me to interact with my clients, and I'm, I'm a night person. Three or four o'clock in the morning, I can be up working. My client is asleep. I can't call, but I can leave a note in Trello, and we can follow the conversation without it getting lost in someone's inbox. Excellent. So I love Trello. My second thing that I love, and I'm not getting paid by these organizations, by the way, is Sato. I don't know if you're familiar with Sato. That's a new one. Debsato is a newer platform I got on when they've had very little functionality, and every week they roll out something new, and I love it. What I love about Debsato is that it rolls a lot of functions into one, whereas before I had um, fresh books to collect my invoices. I had DocuSign to sign my contracts. I had Calendly for my calendar. Now I can do all these things through Debsato.
1: How do you spell that? And or uh, D U B D U B S A D O S A D O. So we'll put links to Dubsado to Trello uh, on the uh, on the notes from today's podcast. Uh, so everybody who is listening can go check it out. Trello, I know uh, one of my uh, colleagues uses a. a a tool called pipe drive. It's goes, it's in addition to Trello. So you've got the cards and then it's more of, I think the CR, a CRM tool. The CRM tool, mm-hmm. but the, uh, I mean, I think tools like that are, are phenomenal, but you have to use them. You can't just, a lot of them, you know, you get the 30 day, 14 day trial and then life takes its you
0: takes, it takes for- off. Yeah. Go ahead and pay for the paid product, yeah. learn how to use it, use all the functionality. And I'm glad you mentioned CRM because I do offer CRM management and excellent. I can build sales funnels.
1: Oh, excellent, excellent. So you're like a, you're a gift to the, the, <laughs> the entrepreneur and the, the business coach. And uh, I mean, I have a client right now who has a workshop coming up in a couple of months they we're just finishing up their LinkedIn profile, so I helped rewrite that for them, but then teaching them how to find their ideal clients on LinkedIn and then get them in, interested to want to attend. So I mean, love LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, LinkedIn is you know life. <laughs> life. So I love it. Um, well, let me ask you a question. So you, you've you been doing this for how many years now? Four years. Four years. and. Looking back to the, you know, to the Vicky, the Victoria Murray, four years ago, to who's sitting, talk, chatting with me today, what's 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 changed in your life? I'm a
0: different person. Yeah. When you leave the plant, the um, I don't want to say plantation, but the cube farm, where you know you are not going to get that same amount of money every two weeks. It makes you learn to do things like open your mouth and speak and let people know who you are and what you're capable of. So four years ago, when I went to a networking event, I would take my business cards and I would just stand there and wait for someone to come speak to me. Now I look to see the boldest, brightest face in the room, and I'm going straight there and I'm going to stay near you because as people flock to you, there's going to be overflow and I'm going to be there to catch it.
1: You know, that is wonderful. So I have to ask this question, uh, have you ever taken a personality assessment like the DISC or the Myers-Briggs True Colors?
0: I have years ago through my employer. And in all honesty, I really didn't pay attention to it because it was through my employer. And I knew that my manager was just going to get brownie points from her manager. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to play this game for you and go on. But I would love to do one with the new Vicki. I really would. Well, I'll tell you what, we should
1: talk about afterwards. We'll set you up with the uh, Everything DISC because... You know, it what's what you're sharing just now is an issue with individuals who have lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And in the in the old days, this was ten years ago, maybe even sooner, people lost their jobs and they'd call somebody up and say, Hey, I'm looking for a job and they'd get a job in this day and age, that doesn't happen anymore. And the ability to network, whether it's virtually on LinkedIn or in person, going to networking events is critical. And so personality, which is kind of what's driving me to, you know, mentioning this is some of us are really good at it. Some of us are very at ease, you know, being the center of attention or gravitating to the person who's the center of attention. Some people, as you shared are sitting in the back of the room with a, you know, a stack of hand, uh, business cards in her hand, and when they leave, they got the same stack, mm-hmm. and somehow you you made this shift to said, you know, I gotta I gotta move, because if I don't move, you know, it's not gonna be good for my for business, and so you know I applaud that because you. You know, I think I, I would love more folks that were in transition, learning how to effectively network, because you know different personalities. I, I have different challenges when it when it comes to it. But we'll set you up with an everything disc uh, uh, assessment afterwards, and we'll take a look and see what your your uh, personality is. Now I'm trying to think, you know, what what it could be, <laughs> but I'm not going to take any guesses right now. That's that would be bad form, and I could be wrong, and I don't like to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> let me um you know i, I ask a, one couple of uh, final questions before we sign off and and i know you mentioned you you, you have a, a gift for the folks that are listening to the podcast also want to get uh the best way for uh, our audience to contact you if they have a need for va services where do you see yourself going or being in you know whether it's like uh, a year from now, five years from now, it's that old, you know, corporate. You know, what's your five-year goal? What's mm-hmm. your ten-year goal? But mm-hmm. do you have an idea of, you know, where where is um, Victoria Murray going to be in five years, ten years?
0: I know exactly where I'm going to be in five years. I'm going to sit in a beach somewhere with a drink in my hand. No, um, my goal. That's mine, by the way. I want I,
1: the, be- the beauty of what you do, Victoria. The beauty of a lot of what I do, not everything is we can do it anywhere, anywhere in the world anywhere yeah
0: I have been in Paris, France, and working for my clients for an hour or two, and when I got done, I was out touring the city
1: i i like i'm like envious <laughs> of you because i want I want to be on the beach so i want, I want my adult beverage i can't <laughs> i don't drink that much anymore because I'm on a keto diet but you know, I have my iced tea, but you know, just the idea of doing it from an outdoor cafe and you know the Greek Isles. But I get that. I get that.
0: It's a, it's a wonderful thing. But back to your original question, um, I want to say that I was blessed to be a blessing. And I have, I have learned the ability to get out, to speak, to network, to reach out to people who are in need. My dream for my business is to be able to bring in business and then hire contractors, um, parents who need a part-time job but don't have child care, something that they can do in the evening after their children are home or in the bed or, or quiet for the evening. So that is my goal, to build this business up where I'm able to, um, I don't want to say employ because they're going to be contractors, mm-hmm. be able to enable those who need the extra income but don't have the ability to leave their homes in the evening, the ability to earn that extra income by using their skills they already have or teaching them.
1: Most definitely. and You know, we, you probably have heard the term side hustle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, that's what, they, that's what my LinkedIn work originally used to be was a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And then it became a significant part of the work that I do. And mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. And it's not only giving back, it's making a difference in people's lives and giving them an opportunity to, you know, you can do more, you know, you can stay home, take care of your kids, and and make some decent money decent at the same time.
0: Money, exactly, exactly. Especially for, um, sing- I was a single parent. And for a single parents, it's difficult to work a 40-hour-a-week job. And if you don't have enough coming in, you need that part-time job. But if you have to pay childcare, that negates that money. So you're mm-hmm. not really ahead.
1: I uh, definitely, I mean, there's a, there's some other stories that we could go into. But even folks that are on disability or, mm-hmm. you know, there are still things that they can do that, mm-hmm. you know, from the comfort of their home. I mean, it, there is a downside to working from home. You have to remember to get walk up
0: socialization,
1: yeah, yeah and get out the door luckily there 's this great bakery, coffee shop one block away and i 'll just contact it right after our call here you know podcast i'm going to go over there and have a cup of tea and just relax and and just do some reading and some prep work but you 've got i think we 've got to remember to to get up and speaking of that is what are what 's a less what is one piece of advice that you would give? Whether it's someone like you or has a vision for doing what you do, or maybe it's a vision for the entrepreneur, somebody like, you know, another coach could be somebody like me. What would be a piece of advice you would give them or me about running my my business or doing what you do?
0: Getting started, I would say don't let the start stop
1: you. Don't let the start stop me.
0: So many people want to do something. They have an idea. They see a need. My bishop always says, find a need and fill it, and you'll never go hungry. So many people see a need, know they have the ability, but there's that fear factor of getting up and actually putting pen to paper and walking it out.
1: Fantastic.
0: So don't let the start stop you. If you see the need, you know you have the ability, do what you need to do to make it happen.
1: Excellent. I think that's a perfect note to, to kind of wind down uh, today's Success Inside podcast. And, you know, we've been speaking uh, to Victoria Murray. She's the owner of Inbox Virtual Assistance. Victoria, what is the best way for folks to learn more about you and your work?
0: I have an email, I have a website, www.inboxva.com, that's the Best way. I'm also on Facebook, Inbox VA. I'm also on LinkedIn, Victoria F. Murray. I'm on Instagram, Inbox VA. I'm on Twitter, Inbox VA. I love so, the
1: consistency, <laughs> by the way, because you know, your, your Inbox VA is your brand, mm-hmm. and you're consistent about it. So I, I applaud you for that one.
0: So you can find me anywhere. You can send me an email. My email address is sales, S-A-L-E-S, at InboxVA.com. Excellent. And um, I'm always available.
1: Perfect. Now, you mentioned uh, when we got started today that you had a a gift uh, for the folks that will be listening to the podcast. I would love for you to share it.
0: Yes. Uh, Most people who have never heard of a VA or don't know where to get started with a VA have delegation issues. I've discovered that. So, as I always say, do what only you can do and delegate the rest, but they're not sure what they should outsource. So I have a planner that I've put together that will help you navigate your day to see what you should really be doing and what items you could really be outsourcing to me.
1: Fantastic. Well, I have no doubt that, you know, your success is, you know, it's out there. It is it is it actually is there today, right now. And just your energy and how you light up talking about the, you know, this topic and for the folks that real, say, well, this is a podcast. How can you see her lighting up? We are on video, which you will never see, uh, but you're going to hear our voices. And I when she, just watching uh, Victoria talk about the work that she's doing and the impact she's having and others, I mean, it's there. So, Victoria, thank you so much for spending part of your afternoon with us and look forward to learning more about you and your work. If we can ever be of assistance to you, uh, please let us know. And by all means, I I think I actually am, I've got a client that I want to introduce you to, so (laughs) it's, Hey, it's a win-win today. I love
0: referrals, and if I ever, and when I run across people, I have no problem giving referrals. Even if I run across a person that needs a virtual assistant, and I know I cannot do what they handle, I have many friends, and I will do a warm transfer to someone who can best serve you. I have no problem doing that.
1: Fantastic. And, you know, it's something we learn even in the coaching profession. We can't do it all, so... You know, it's a huge network and we collaborate and we find good people to collaborate with. And that's 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 how we all succeed. So all boats rise when the tide comes in. That's my motto.
0: Yes, all boats rise. I love that. So,
1: everybody, this has been the Success Insight podcast. Uh, We've been chatting again with uh, Victoria Murray, owner of the Inbox Virtual Assistants. We hope you will check her out at inboxva.com. And once again, for my co-host, Randy Ford, this is Howard Fox. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there and have a phenomenal day.
0: Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.